0: Hey, welcome to the Press On Podcast. This is episode 52, and I am so glad you are joining us today. My name is Justin, and this week we are starting a brand new series. I got to thinking last week I read uh, Psalm 51, and and I thought it would be really uh, beneficial to travel through the book of Psalms. Now we're not going to go through all of the Psalms because that would take over a year to get through um, because there are so many Psalms. But we can look at a few and highlight a few, and I just think it would be really beneficial, maybe just for me, maybe it is going to be beneficial for you as well, but I I encourage you not to miss a single week over the next couple weeks as we do this together, and today I want to take a look at Psalm 1. It says this, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the lord and who meditates on his law day and night that person that person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prospers not so the wicked they are like chaff that blows away that the wind blows away therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. And uh, this first psalm is simply uh, the righteous versus the wicked. It's it's um, what the righteous people are like, and and some of the benefits that they they reap. Um, and then it's also what what is the 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 wicked person like, and what are some of the punishments that they reap, and. I, I just love this idea that that a righteous person is like a tree planted by streams of water, and this tree is thriving, and it's doing well, and the, the wicked is not so much like that. Uh, not too long ago, I started working uh, uh, a side job, and some of the job has required us to uh, cut down, tear down some trees, and so uh, with the big excavating machines, we've Uh, Tore down trees not me because I would not be qualified to run an excavator but but simply my job has been when those trees have fallen to take a chainsaw chop up the tree and then uh, Take a smaller machine called a skidster and load up the bucket and then move it over into one pile for firewood and Then we take all the other parts of the the tree that's been chopped down into a big uh, brush pile that will be later hauled off and, and some of these trees have massive roots. These trees were thriving. Um, and part of it's sad that we t- tore them down, but that's part of the job. Uh, but you just think like this tree was doing health, was healthy. It was, it was doing well. You can tell by uh, the quality of the wood. And then there was some trees on the property that as soon as we touched it with an excavator, um, it just split right in the middle. The middle was just all rotted out. The, the roots weren't that deep, um, and it was not thriving at all. And essentially, the psalmist is, is telling us that, that the ones that walk with God, the ones that stay close to God, uh, keep close to Him, they are going to be like those trees that are, are thriving. They have strong roots dug deep. And uh, the branches bear uh, much leaves or fruit. But, but the ones that are wicked, uh, those are the, the ones that are rotten uh, in the core. That, that are going to fall over easily. And you know, if, if a tree has bad fruit, you, you don't look at the fruit as the problem. No, the fruit is the product. The, the problem is where the roots are. The, the, the roots have not... Um, grown deep enough or out enough to supply enough nutrition to that tree and essentially the psalmist is saying that our hearts are, are a lot like that 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 our heart um, the state our heart is in it's, it's critical and so we have to take some time to really evaluate where our hearts are like what state if you're being honest with yourself um, uh, what where would you say it is? Uh, because where your heart is, it it, it kind of directs everything. You know, we talked not too long ago about James and the power of our words and how he uses the idea of like a, a small rudder on a ship. It directs the big ship where to go. And But I think our hearts also do the same thing, much like the words we use. Our hearts, if they're in a bad place, uh, then we're easily to hold grudges against people or... Uh, become more anxious or depressed or even just feel bad about ourselves or or on the other hand we can we we can seek God or we recognize uh Christ's goodness wherever we go it's all about where our heart is in in the book of Proverbs the writer writes that above all else you should guard your heart because from it Overflows everything, and, and last week we read Psalm fifty-one, where where David, uh, so deeply disturbed by his sin and and the the results of his sin, he says, "Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me." He 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 recognized that that everything starts from his heart, and and I think that's so important. Uh, you know, Jesus says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And, and we have to recognize the, the order of this. It says, you first purify the heart, then you're going to see God. And, and I think the idea is that 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 you need to have a clean heart. You need to work hard to, to start to, to grow those roots down deep because the product, the the outcome, the fruit that we will see is, is seeing God. We're, we're going to to live in his presence because we, we know that the wicked cannot be in the presence of God. God can have nothing to do with sinful ways because he is so perfect, loving, and holy. But, but that's why he sent Jesus to die on a cross for us, to, to shed his blood for us, is because it creates this bridge between where we were and where God is and, and because of Jesus we can move closer to God but it all starts with our heart and to be honest it all comes down to how selfish we are and, and we know that selfishness doesn't belong in our hearts but if we're all honest somewhere deep inside we have a little bit of selfishness and so this week, I just want to encourage you, I want to encourage myself to try to, to rid ourselves of that selfishness. Spend some time with God, praying that, that, that God will, will clean your heart to, to to weed out any of that bad stuff. Kind of like those trees that we knock down. Uh, we keep the good firewood. We, we pile that up because it's going to be later used and sold and and. And that is quality wood, but but all the the little things that we don't need, the the little branches that are no good, uh, we get rid of that. And and the same thing is with our hearts. Is is that that if we we pray to God, He's going to help us get rid of all the the worthless stuff in our hearts and in our lives. And really, we need to lean in, and we need to spend time with God. I I love that it says that. Uh, the the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, uh, but, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night, spending time with God and just engulfing yourself with the things of God. That is what's going to put us uh, in a good place so our roots can grow down deep and we can thrive as human beings. And as you do that, as I do that, uh, it's my prayer you do one thing that this week, and that is to press on. Hey, I can't wait to see you next week. We're going to continue on in the book of Psalms next week. And if you want to get a head start, go ahead and look at Psalm 16. Uh, 16, um, and then we're going to talk about it next Wednesday. But until then, adios.